The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, or evening, whenever the fuck you decide to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting across from me, as always, is... Yo, what's up? Lee Michael Kimbrell in the house. How you doing, Nasty Boys and Girls, across the whole wide free world? They're good! Yeah, that was a, we left a little pause there so you guys could actually respond, and I, I think I felt it. I think you... I, I felt it. I felt it in my loins. I mean... In my groins, and my toins. We're recording on Friday. We, you know, the boys... Times is tough. We didn't do sure. it yesterday. I cooked dinner for my lady. Bill and Alicia are on vacation. So we're doing it on Friday in the middle of the afternoon. It's a beautiful day. It's perfect. I, I hope that you are, you know, working from home on your patio or mm. some shit. Or, yeah. uh, like Bill, on vacation going on a walk. But as dire as everything is, today feels like a decent day. It feels good. Staycation. All I ever wanted. All I ever wanted. Staycation. Have to kill myself. Happen to stay at home. Staycation. Not getting on an airplane. Yeah, exactly, man. Staycation. Cough and a flight attendant's butt. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know. Whether it's just, you know, we've got some gigs coming up and yeah. not even just, I don't know, for whatever reason, I just woke up, I felt a little better. Yeah, I mean, we got kind of what we wanted. I mean, we, I mean, it's not, it is what we wanted. Yeah. We're getting what we wanted. It's not official yet. Um, hopefully, the bet you made on who became president cleared, and I hope that you have a website that you can go to and do that. Yes, so do I. I don't, there do they? Is, is there? It's bet online. Okay. Yeah, you yeah, remember okay. Bet Online, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got to remember Bet Online, and it's especially important to remember about Bet Online because football. Football. It's back in full effect with many a team strutting their stuff. You might now you you might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still get in on the action. Where, Bill? BetOnline.ag BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching prop bets, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And that's a fact, Jack. Hmm. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantages of all the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, they're your online sportsbook experts. experts. Yeah, man. Yeah, I feel good. I mean, I, I feel good that Biden is is in the lead. Uh, I feel good that he's going to continue to keep taking the lead, even though it's marginal victories. Yeah, still scary. I don't think I'm just going to flip the other way. Like we were just talking about before we hit record, Trump said go vote in person. Yeah, guess what? Those numbers came in for the people who went in person, and Biden's like, be safe. Yeah, and guess what? A lot of those people who mailed stuff in were listening to their. Fucking, uh, they're, they're, they're a guy. They're yeah. listening to old, old Crypt Keeper Biden. Yeah, old Joe. Old Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe. I don't know. I'm sure that there's an answer to this, but it, the whole system is just seems so broken and fucked anyway. Like, why couldn't they count the early votes early? 
It's all dependent on what the states wanted to do, like how they do it. So like in Ohio, we saw it go blue early because they counted the absentee, the mail-in first, and then they counted the the uh, the in, the the ballots day that of. day of right which i think that makes more sense that makes so much more sense yeah. if you're going to have people vote early mhm take care of it right throw it in a fucking vault with a big old i assume every vote is counted on a big giant long <laughs> chalkboard yeah <laughs> so just you know, <laughs> you know like just, one of those big like you know those like physicists or whatever in Germany making the bomb they have like yeah. the ladder and the whole wall is a chalkboard yeah and then they have the ones that they just throw out in the middle of the room and just spin it around yeah exactly yeah that's yeah, what they so do that's where all the votes were counted and you can't sneeze in that room no sneezing you'll, no sneezing you'll lose it what's well, another p- a positive of wearing your mask is all that chalk dust uh, exactly but then you it's floating it. around in there and it's getting under the mask yeah and then then, then you, you got problems you got problems that's that's what's been happening in Nevada yeah is they just keep sneezing on their chalkboards. Nevada's so funny. It's like they're taking so fucking long and then you look at it and it's not even, it's like not even two million people voted in the entire state. Right. The entire fucking state. Right. I forget. That's so crazy. Every year I, I, I remember, or not every year, but every election when you see these numbers come in, you're just like, damn, some of those states out west are just ghost towns. Yeah. Ghost towns. Yeah. I mean, look, like, Nevada, you have everyone living in Vegas and Reno, and then the rest is just vultures. Well, when me and you got uh, interviewed for Channel 12 yeah. for the shows, do you remember that Christian Christian guy? Yeah. That, he, his story to me was he, he graduated in 2016. Mm-hmm. His first job was in North Dakota. Right. Which, what do you just report about which way the wind is going? Dude, in North Dakota, in the year 2017, the biggest news story that happened that he got to cover was that North Dakota's state population went over a million. (laughs) Jesus. 2017. Their whole state has, like, less people than southwestern Ohio. That's insane. I bet. entire state. And it's a big fucking state. Oh, yeah. I mean, Hamilton County probably, I, I don't know. I think it's like 1-3. That makes sense. I think it's like 1.3 where we live in like the 30th biggest city in the goddamn country. That's insane. Yeah, man. So North Dakota, it's just mostly dirt. Here we go. Hamilton County population. 820,710. Um, that, that's according to this year's wow, I census. More. I know. Well, worldpopulationreview.com, which, that's funny, World Population Review. Like, there isn't, like, a grade. Yeah, like, we're reviewing you, it. You know what? Your 2020 population under 20,710 growth of 2013 people. That's a 0.25% growth rate. I give it a B-. minus. Yeah, not bad. You could be fucking more. 2013 people moved into the city? Or uh, came out of a human into the city. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, so between people dying, people moving, and people being born... We picked we increased up. our population. Dude, I'll take that number. Yeah, that's... I fucking like that, man. You hear goddamn, like, Denver and Nashville, they're like, yeah, 200 people a day. You're like, fuck, fuck that. No, thank you. Fuck just, all that. Just keep it a little... Keep it median. Keep it, you know, consistent. 2,000 a year. Yeah, dude. I, I can hang with that. Yeah. I can't, too. I don't know. It's, it's... But, like, I feel, you know, you, you feel good if, if, you're, uh, if you're a Democrat. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I went to the coffee shop today to get a Cortado. When I walk in, uh, he's like, hey, how are you guys doing today? And Sweet Cheeks was like, good. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, because Biden's winning. And he was like, oh, yeah, my parents are excited, too. 
It's like, cool. Are you so fucking left that you're just like, man, what if there was no government? Yeah, exactly. Which is absurd to think that, like, that if you go that fucking far left, that it's nothing. But if you also go so far right, it's also nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so, true. so fucking bonkers. You can go so far left that you're right. Exactly. You can. You used to be able to go so far right that you're left, but it it's still just so fucking wild. Well, yeah. I mean, now, like, even if you're, like, a true, you know, by definition, what it used to be, like, a liberal, mm-hmm. you're, like, a fucking centrist. Yeah. You know? It's like, I am so goddamn liberal. <laughs> yeah. I was raised by, you know, like, two, you know, they might, they have voted red in the past, but, like, sure. ideologically, they couldn't be more liberal people. Well, right. Well, if you look at what... I mean, Nixon was a dirtbag. Yeah. But his whole platform was, we should help people. Yeah. We should help the workers. I know, exactly. That's a very liberal idea. It's a crazy liberal idea to, like, want to help people. Yeah. But that was just what the... That was just being a Republican was. Yeah, I know. It's all been kind of bastardized, and it's like... Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this at length on this podcast about how political identities have been... Completely like fucking hijacked, right? And you're 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 never far left enough to the left if you're if you lean right if you like if you you talk to a Trump guy and you're just you say one thing that he doesn't like it's like we don't agree it's like no I mean there's levels to this shit yeah ultimately man yeah it's like I fall into that category of someone in a major position of privilege I get that sure you know upper middle class white boy straight cis male. We both are. It's not a bad life. Mm-mm. There is not a president that could be elected that would affect my life, and I get that. Right. And I get that that is a privilege to be had. Um, but, like, it's, it is ultimately a good thing that this dude, DT, is looking like he's going to be out. Like, right. It's, it's not good for, like, the world. Yeah. It's definitely not good for the reputation of America. No. And I'm not the guy who thinks that he is inherently pure, horrible, bad, everything he's done. That's, no. That's, you, that, that you, that's just not true. No. He has done some really positive things in, in his presidency. It'll be interesting to read the book in 20 years about his presidency. Right. But, like, his just, just demeanor and attitude, you can't have it. You just can't have somebody come out and say, like, well, you know, if you didn't vote for me... Then it's illegal and it's fraud. Yeah. He's been saying that since 2016, yeah. which is not, that is not democracy, that's fascism. Yeah, exactly. So it's good to get that out of the way and get him out, and we should all just be psyched that, uh, but then on the we other should be side psyched that coin, we have so many people come out and vote. Yeah, but on the other side of the coin, the, the idea that like a vote for Biden is a vote against fascism, that's not, that's no. a bastardized Truth we too. we need to stop saying against. Yeah. We need to stop being so divisive depending on our party. We can just disagree on topics and social issues and how the tax code should be handled, but we shouldn't see each other as enemies. We should see each other as another human being who thinks differently and embrace that. Yeah, man. Let's all go back to the days where we don't even know what taxes are. Right. You know, my taxes is I fucking give them to a tax guy or I plug it into TurboTax and just <laughs> let it be. Let it ride, baby. Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, did you... So, here's... I, w- I went and looked back at a lot of the old electoral college maps from past elections and seeing, like, how close Gore and Bush was and how crazy that was. Looking before that, 
It's mostly just been clean sweeps. Mm -hmm. They're like, they could just figure it out in 20 minutes. Yeah, for sure. The, the weird one was like 1908 when you had four party candidates yeah. running. Like two Republicans, one progressive, and then one uh, demo. Was it progressive? Because Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, was in the progressive party slash the bull party. Yeah. And then you had William Howard Taft who got smoked. Yeah. And then hard – somebody – you had like four candidates. It was just crazy to see that map. But aside from that, like if you look at Reagan, the, almost the entire country was red. Yeah. It, like if you look back at Carter, it was like – all blue like it was just crazy to see and with the day and age, the day that we live in with the technology that we have and everything being able to be at our fingertips at any moment and how people's attitudes and how their how the tensions are so high right now i'm gonna i'm gonna call it now i i don't know if we're ever gonna get a two-term president again maybe not and maybe that's the way it should be i'm fine with that yeah maybe it's the way it should be i mean i definitely think it should be allowed <laughs> Some person comes in and kills it for four years. They, mm -hmm. they they run again. Let them do it for another four years. Sure. But, like, I think eight years is a pretty fucking long time. It's almost a decade for someone right. to be the most powerful person in the world. It is. I, I totally agree with you. I'm, I'm, I cannot wait until we get so far into the Biden presidency that this newborn, like, holier-than-thou, angry, smarmy liberal... Starts hating Joe Biden. That's gonna happen. What he's, it's already happening. It's already happened. It already happened. But like that's the th that's it. It's it's like ultimately, even though Biden will go in there and not do shit, right? Nothing's gonna change. He didn't even run on like the most liberal things, like you no. know, like uh, uh, socialized health care or anything like that. He's like, like no, I would vote against that. So close is because the whole liberal tech tactic this entire time was just like. Isn't Donald Trump a piece of shit? Aren't you a piece of shit if you like him? Right. And then, of course, this is a close race. <laughs> yeah, they're they're very similar. Of course, this is a close race because they didn't. The liberals didn't promise anything. No. Their their whole tactic was just like, hey, he's mean. He's mean. He's bad. He's mean, and we're nice, and we're smarter. Yeah. Than and then that. they're like, huh? Remember Obama and what he really didn't change much for you, but still, like, you felt good about it. You remember Obama when he was the one who put the kids in the fucking cages? He's the one who fucking built them. And, and more, then, more drone casualties than anyone of all time. And dropped more bombs than any other president. Yeah, Remember that? Fucking war hawk of a president. Well, guess what? We've got this shell of, the, of, a, of a vice president that was under this guy. Well, see, that's kind of the whole point is it's like this, our system of democracy in air quotes has gotten it's so big and it's been going on for so long that like really the president's job is just to not be a complete monster. Because they right. all are, for the most part. Well, don't show it. That's what I'm saying. But right. They all, exactly. They all are. If you think you can be the most powerful man in the world, you're a crazy fucking person. Yeah. And every move you make just affects millions of people's lives across the world. Yep. You're, an you're a CEO. Correct. You're a CEO of a country that is employed by human beings. Mm -hmm. So you're probably an asshole anyway. Your job is to just keep it cool. Yeah, man. Be a, you know, be Obama. Be calm. You know, lie smoothly to my face. Yeah, be that. Like he wasn't a good. He wasn't a great. You know, like moral president or whatever. But he certainly didn't like 
pit people against each other. No. You know? No. no, no, no we have never seen anything like this. No, it, it's really something. I mean, remember even when McCain ran against Obama, he and people were starting to like say all this negative rhetoric and just this, this angry, violent sort of talk, and he... And McCain was like, hey, no, 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 stop. Obama's a good man. Right. We just disagree about a few things. Yeah. And then you get Trump who's like, well, I think he's terrible. I think he's a bastard. Yeah. I hate all of them. Yeah, exactly. They're terrible, awful. It just appeals to the lowest common denominator. Of course. And uh, when we were hanging out with Logan the other night and Sarah, he brought up a point. It's just like about just the map in general. It's like, yeah, you've got people who live in cities – and then they go blue because they know how to work together. They know how to, they like know how to, they're smashed into this, this small space and they yeah. know how to respect that and like want to work together and want to be better. Yeah, that's why big cities go blue. And then the you time. look, and then you look and it's like, yeah, the, the place that has 12 people in, it, in that county, of course they don't, they just think they're forgotten. They, they, well, they fucking, have been forgotten. Well, they, that's why they won if you're yeah. living in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, but a bunch of those places like, were thriving and then like, it's they, it's misplaced blame. Of so course, it's like rural country in the Rust Belt and the Sun Belt and the Bible Belt. There was once upon a time where they were thriving and you could live there and live a good life and it yeah. was fine. And you know, just the industrialization of America and the yeah. globalization and shipping out all the jobs and everything. Right, it, like- it decimated. Yeah, it completely decimated these towns, and the, you know, big pharma and the opiate crisis and everything. It decimated these towns, and they blamed, you know, they blame the government. Who Which, else yeah. would they blame? And then that's the whole idea behind the kind of you know liberals. If you boil it down, they want more government, right? And then you you talk to somebody whose life in their eyes has been decimated by the government. They're like, more fucking government? No, the government fucking took my plant away. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I, I get it. I get that. I mean, that makes sense. You have more of a, a, a an, act, an aspect on that than I would uh, coming, you know, from around that area. But at the same time, it's like, you can't blame the government for that. You, like, you're right. It is misplaced. You need to blame Dole Fruits for moving everything down to Mexico. You yeah, need exactly. to blame. And then, and then you get, I mean, that's just blaming systems. That's just, that's right. the way of the world. That's capitalism. Yeah, know? capitalism at its finest. Yeah. It's like, how do we find a way? And it's also what America's become when we used to make things. Now we just push papers around to try and get things made and into people's mouths and homes. Since he shirts American made. American Bay, baby. Union. Yeah, American Bay. CWA 4400, American Bay, union workers. We're the best. That's why I'm on staycation. Fucking living it, baby. Needed the week off. No, I, I, I don't know. I just, I think it might have to do with the blue skies. It's like 65. It's like a, I, I could, I would, I, you wouldn't believe, I wouldn't believe you six months ago if you told me this was November. No, I know. It's crazy. If this would happen. Can we just talk about, I don't know if people know this enough. Do you know how fucking weird it is? How many in the middle of November in Cincinnati, Ohio? Yeah. Do you know how many lizards you'll see? Oh my god! It's no. It's like winter in Ohio, and there are just. I I walked down here and saw thirty lizards, or rather heard them. Oh yeah. They're shifty little fuckers. Do you know the story about those? Yeah, it was like some. 
some big company, like a, a rich kid brought it over. Right? From Italy, they own the Lazarus Department Lazarus, Store. Lazarus, that's department right. Store. There's a big Lazarus in He put a couple Hall. in his pocket, they came over, he let them go, they just fucked and just started populating. And dude, it's insane. I'm not kidding, yeah. I heard 30 on the way down here. Yeah. You can't take a step without pissing off a lizard. No. A lizard! No. We're just, in Ohio! I, I, <laughs> it's so weird! Yeah, you just, you just kick over a pebble and just four pop out of nowhere. And, and what's even crazier about it is I live over there in Kentucky... There's not many over there because of the river. They got to swim. They're not swimming. They're not swimming. And like it would take a pretty smart lizard to take the people, the purple people eater bridge. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like one little strip of water. You've got our our city is just in Cincinnati fully inhabited by little fucking lizards. Here's what you should do next time you go back go back to your place and do grab a couple. Grab a couple, put them in your pockets, <laughs> act like a little rich kid whose mommy sells furs, yeah, and then let them run free, baby. Man, that is so funny. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to say about uh, Trump when he had his press conference going out and saying like. Like, you know, oh, look how well we did in all these places, but then there's the fraud and the fake voting and all that stuff. You know who he sounded like? He sounded like that dude you sit and hang out with the bar who's single, and, like, the lady walks by, he's like, fucked her, yeah, yeah. fucked her, fucked her. Yeah. And you're like, cool. And then it's, like, last call, and he looks at you, he's like, dude, can I crash on your couch? Yeah, you're alone. Dude. You're alone. Yeah. You are pathetic. I know. And what do I you Are you just lying to me? Or yeah. you? What is this? Yeah, exactly. That's that's how I view it, and that's kind of what I. My take on it is, I think, I don't know. I think because there are some. If you get on Twitter, you'll see plenty of tweets and articles and stuff about how Trump is going to run in twenty twenty four. I, I, just I don't, don't doubt buy that. It. I don't doubt that. I don't buy it, man. First off, he ain't making it. It would be shocking if he, at seventy eight in four years, mm -hmm. almost seventy nine years old. I swear to God, I think well, he's. I think all of this, like, all of the, I'm not leaving the office if I lose, all of that stuff. Yeah. He can't go. He couldn't have gone off brand with one week left. Correct. So I think he doubled down. I think he's fucking over it, man. If he were to get, if he if he did get elected again, his sons would be put in jail, or at least persecuted, prosecuted. Okay. You know, like. I think, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I, I never think he wanted to be president. I think at about year two, he was like, fuck yeah, I'm the president. I'm going to be the best president of all time. And then he banged a rail of Adderall. Yeah. But like, <laughs> he's 74, he's 75. He's like a shell of the person that he was before. I just don't see him running again. Here is why I think he does. And why, first off, his sons will never get prosecuted. None of the crimes will come out. Would he run as a Republican? Yeah, of course. You think? I think so. I think he'd run again uh, as a Republican. Here's here's the thing. He put in 103 or 130 circuit court judges that are for life. Yeah. He put in – he stacked the Supreme Court. Those are jobs for life. So he's protected there, and he's always been a guy about litigation and suing and yeah. knowing the courts yeah, and jamming everything up. Yeah. It's just, That's what gets him hard aside from a fucking Big Mac. Yeah. That's what gets his dick stiff. Yeah. So – and I and, and what's also crazy is you don't see a lot of – the, the GOP coming to back him up right now. That's what I'm saying. So, so if he, he does run, it, I bet you he runs independent. But think about this. He still got 69 million votes. Oh, yeah. It's and still viable. Only demographic that did not increase in the number of Trump votes between 2016 mm -hmm. and 2020, white men. 
Yeah. Black people, black women, Mexicans, Mexican women, LGBT, the, the gay community yep. in America, 6% increase. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he got more, he garnished more votes for a Republican candidate uh, from, like, quote, minorities right. than ever before. Right. I think if he does run in 2024, which, again, would fully blow my mind, I bet you he runs on, in the, as, on the Trump party. I think he runs on the birthday party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kanye's VP. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's the whole thing, man. I don't think I think that like the damage has been done for for the Republican Party. Party itself, yeah, that makes sense. Also, when you mentioned his age, don't forget Joe Biden is seventy eight yeah, years Biden's old. Seventy eight. Yeah, President Harris, dude. That's I mean, that's a viable thing that could happen in a year. So that's an interesting thing. Have like, will she be the most? Visible vocal vice president of all time. Yes. Yeah, she will because yeah. there's no way in today's day and age of uh, you know it, empowerment and some of the, the 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 powers being shifted to different groups of people and everything. There's no way that they just trod this old white corpse out there who's been putting black people in jail for fifty yeah. years and then have the black lady. Yeah. Just standing behind him smiling. The, She's going to, like, that'll yeah. be a really interesting dynamic. Oh, the black lady who's smiling, who's also put millions yeah, of yeah. black oh, people yeah, in jail. Sure. Yeah, no doubt. Exactly. And also guarded the Catholic Church. Whatever. Um, but no, you, 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 no matter what, this is, this is better than it was. You have to be happy. You have to be thrilled. Yeah, I mean, you have to, because if, if, if you just continue to choose to be pessimistic about it, then what's the point? What's the point of any of it? What's also interesting is what Senate seats will flip. Because then what they lost the House. Yeah. So what will get done? There's a guy. How wild is that? There's a guy in Arkansas who won the the Senate. His name is Tom Cotton. Yeah. Hey, Old Tom, Tommy C. Hey Tom, what your how'd your family make their money? <laughs> corn. 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 Mm, wheat. We 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 made the gin. Yeah, dude. They changed their name to Tom from cotton or from like slave owner. His name <laughs> is, yeah. Tom Slave Master. Now nah, we should change that. What, we, how about cotton? Cotton? Uh, uh yeah. yeah. Better than plantation. Oh man, I I miss a world where I didn't give a fuck. Oh, I know. Uh, but it's... Uh, you saw that Tommy Tuberville won. Dude, what a goddamn disaster. What a nightmare. Tommy Tuberville, failed University of Cincinnati head coach, Yeah, wins a Senate seat. And he couldn't even, like, they asked him about, like, the voting act. Yeah. And he just didn't know about it. No clue. The guy that he beat, Doug Jones, was, it's like, you know, a, a, a great liberal man. Like, yeah. you know, I'm sure that they're all dirty. But like he he was he represented people during like the civil rights acts back in the sixties yeah. and stuff. He was like a guy who's on the right side of history in a lot of terms. But like Tommy Tuberville's like you know uh, War Eagle. Hey, let him let him do the fucking national title. War Eagle. God, that's fucking bananas. Yeah, it truly is. You know, the world is so fucked. It's so we funny. Get to jokes during it. It's that. That's the best part. Dude. But remember, just stick to comedy, you know? Yeah, stick, stick to, to comedy. comedy. Just, you know, you, you don't want to hear comedians' thoughts about it because they have a microphone, but you'll listen to your plumber? Okay. Yeah, man. I don't... You porky pig, mate. 
Wet one. Um, but yeah, the staycation's been great. Yeah, I mean, you've been enjoying yourself. Yeah. Fully binge drank for three or four days. Totally did that. We did the math. In two days, <laughs> Billy drank 12 liters of hard seltzers. Yeah, it wasn't great. 12 liters. Okay, imagine in your head a two-liter bottle. Okay. Imagine six of them. Mm-hmm. And imagine they're all white claw. Or Corona. There you go. Yeah, you turned me to the Corona. They're they're the move. The Coronas are good. You know what is really good is the I like the Bud Light Mango. Bud Light Mango is good. Like we got Vizzy. Yeah. We did. We just did like a we did a twelve pack flight. A mismatch. A mismatch yeah, of, of yeah. different Celsius. Yeah. So Billy went real hard. I went a little too hard, which can happen. We yeah, had to your stay in. What this one is? <laughs> one of them is. And I. You're right. I. You know what I believe. <laughs> I don't blame that on the I, I drinking. Was like, hey, Bill, you want to go out to Weir's house on Tuesday? He's like, I'm hungover from Saturday. <laughs> Sunday. Yeah, sorry, man. Sunday. Give me some credit because I rallied on Sunday. That's so funny, dude. But it's like, you know, when you have to, when you're stuck inside, we had to stay in. We were a little quarantined. We had a little test, to take a little test, a little scared, scared situation. So it's like we just watched. The first two Lord of the Rings extended cut. Nice. Found a drinking game. Saw that on Alicia's Instagram. Ooh, buddy. That's a lot. It's a ton. It was it was hefty because those aren't short movies. No, they're like four hours. Yeah, the Fellowship of the Ring is three and a half hours. But then, as much as you're drinking, you look down. You are ter- two thirds of the way through the movie. You're like, I'm hammered. Yeah. We also had the bottle of tequila we we're ripping from. You're like, I'm hammered. And then you look down. It's like, oh, we got to get the other twelve pack. Yeah. The other 12 pack. The other 12 pack. And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm looking at, it's like 11, it's like 1045, 11 o'clock. And I'm like, ooh, I live by the, live on the edge of the Go Puff. Like, Go Puff ends at midnight. Like, do I get another 12 pack? And then I just hear this voice in my head, the the fucking voice of reason. Yeah, (laughs) fucking, what is it, Corona (laughs) Seltzer the White (laughs) fucking come in my head and go, hey, dumbass. That's 24 seltzers between two people. You're good, man. Yeah, you're good. Well, good for you. That I'm surprised that voice could even speak up. It, it was slurred, but I fucking understood you it. You heard it. I, I, I beckoned the call. I heard, the, I heard the horn. The, her, the horn of Gondor. That, the horn of Gondor. It fucking peeped up. Oh, dude, oh, uh, this will appeal to you. I just now started last night The Mandalorian. It's so good, right? Oh my god! Isn't it just like so great? It's like a, a perfect samurai western. Yeah, it's to the T of just this guy. Just bad motherfucker goes out, wins. Yeah, <laughs> just gets in battles, takes a job, wins. Wins. And I see the hype over Baby Yoda. Adorable. What a truly cute thing. Right, and it also balances with this badass, and it softens yeah. him up for you and humanizes yeah, it. Yeah, no, I, I'm really enjoying it. What That's episode good. are you on? I watched five yesterday. So did you get to the the heist one? You no, no. That's the that's the next one. No. Oh, that one's got Billy Burr in it. Oh yeah. You see him in like the first two minutes. That's exciting. Well, I saw. I he gauged me out to see on the first episode Brian Poussein. How awesome was that? Brian Poussein, like like massive public, Star Wars fan. Yeah, exactly. Huge nerd. Yeah, that was that made me happy. That was cool. I'm excited yeah. to see Bill Burr. He, oh, he did an interview about talking about it, and he was like, uh, 
You know, I was talking to one of my friends. It was Joe DeRosa. Yeah. Joe DeRosa was at a bar sitting there talking to, to... He ended up sitting at a bar talking to Joe Torrey for two hours and had no idea who he is. Yeah. And then I told my friends, I was like, oh, my nerd comic friends, I'm at the new Star Wars show. They're like, whoa, that's crazy. And I'm like, eh, it's just a geek. Yeah. It just, exactly. you know, because I balance it out for those fucking dweebs. Yeah, no doubt. Which is so crazy. Fucking Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Billy Burrs. But, uh... There, there kind of feels like, in those first five, do you feel like a couple of them, you're like, did anything really happen? Yeah, that, like, they are, in those first five episodes, there hasn't been a ton of, like, connecting them all. There have been some, like, standalone episodes. Right. Like, he gets uh, the, the little, <coughs> the little red eye things. What are the Ewas? Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, Jawas, they like hijacked his ship and then he has to yeah. go get the egg and there was some of that. That's where baby Yoda flexes yeah. for the first time. How about that mythology of that? Just like diving de back deeper into like the lore, the characters of Star Wars that's created. You see something completely different and, and new. Is, and that is something that I like about it is like realizing being able to fully enjoy it as someone who's not like a complete Star Wars head. Yeah. But then thinking to myself, damn, this is like the greatest show of all time to some people. Yeah. Like if you love Star Wars, it's what it's the best. Well, Star Wars was designed after serials like Buck Rogers and classic sci-fi shows from the 40s and 50s. Yeah. And watching it happen like this and not having the depth like the movies do, like with all that stuff, it's something needs to happen. And it's just being watching something unfold like just it has. In that universe. Just in that universe is refreshing and awesome because that is what Star Wars should be. Yeah. Because it's and it makes the most sense. And I think that you're gonna see Star Wars TV shows way more and be consistently better than the movies, and because the movies will always be criticized. Yeah. No matter what lane they take. Because there's less pressure with television. Yeah, the movies, even like this when the start when the first the first Star Wars came out in like late 70s? 1977. Um, they were longer, right? Or were they like an hour? It was a little over, a little over two. Well, uh, yeah, but like for the, like, that's a long ass movie. Well, you're talking about. By those standards, you know? So it's like. Think about this though. You had epics in the 50s. Like the, remember the Ten Commandments was four hours. Yeah. Ben-Hur was three and a half, four hours. You had epics. And this actually shrunk it if you, like, yeah. you know. Sorry. No, you're good. So some movies were just. Designed to be longer, and science, science fiction was that way too. Yeah. So he kind of shrunk it a little bit, which is great, and he and made it tighter. Star Wars Sunday night, very drunk, watched the Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker back to back. Last Jedi, still a good movie. I don't care what people say; yeah. it's still very good. It's the best of the the sequel trilogy. And then watched Rise of Skywalker and woke Alicia up because I was booing at the television. Really, just booing, not liking it, screaming and pointing at the TV. Really, probably woke up the entire block. About what? Just it's so bad. Storyline. Storyline. It's rushed. It doesn't connect with the other two movies. It's just terrible. Not good. It's just not good, and yeah. it does the whole franchise a disservice. Well, and. Ugh, it, fuck Kathleen Kennedy. She sucks. Supposedly there's a coup going on. Supposedly she is just locked in her office and they're like, we're just waiting for your contract to run out. And uh, Lucas has stepped back in with Filoni. Dave Filoni who produced and directed and helped write with John Favreau, The Mandalorian. I saw his name pop up a couple times. He rips. So he did the Star Wars TV show, Star, uh, Star Wars Rebels, which was awesome. Yeah. The Clone Wars TV show, which was awesome. Excellent. 
<clears throat> and and they've, they've noticed, like, oh, this guy fucking gets Star Wars. Dave Filoni was handpicked by George Lucas. And they're like, yeah, this guy fucking, he gets it. Uh, that's a great hand. And um, they moved, so they were moving him and Favreau more into the creative part. And Lucas has come back to advise him. Yeah. And they're just like, this, this, this lady doesn't get it. Lock the door. Let her run out the contract. This is dumb. Because she asshole. went in and made and got JJ out and like reshot half of Rise of Skywalker and made it in her vision. Oh man! And it's like, what? Well, believe you, all cool. women. Yeah, I, I believe they don't know sh- that, that. I believe that woman doesn't know shit <laughs> about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get the fuck out of here. Damn. Well, no, Mandalorian. Fully enjoying that. It's very good. Like that. I need to watch that second episode of the new season. Oh, so they're just dropping like one a pop. One a pop. Which is great. I mean, it's the only reason I have Disney Plus. Yeah, there's some cool stuff, but I'm not gonna. I I like went back and rewatched. Like I watched some of the start. I watched like Rebels and then Clone Wars, but then I watched some of like. Remember the animated X Men show from the mid '90s? Yeah, it was so fucking good. Yeah, still great. I, you know what I've been watching on Disney Plus a little bit? Boy Meets World. Oh yeah, so nostalgic. They're rebooting it too. Are they? Yeah. Boy Meets World because they did. Mm-hmm. Girl Meets World. They're doing another one. And they're doing Boy Meets World. Is it like, does it have like Corey Matthews I think it's, and Sean Hunter? I think it's They Meets World. Yeah. They, <laughs> non-binary <laughs> them meets the world in Philadelphia. Yeah. Or they just do a complete twist. It's like, they meet Mars. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just gloops of people. Dude, of just so mass. They Meet World. Dude, yeah. that's fucking great. That's funny as hell. Yeah, you could do that on stage. You guys hear about this uh, reboot for uh, Boy Meets World? It's called They Meets Meet World. World. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. They meet Adams. Yeah, they, yeah, that's good as fuck. That would be fun. Yeah, Billy's a fun boy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's like it's impossible to talk about anything right now without it sounding contrived, just because everything that's going on in the world is so fucking crazy. I know. You know, I mean, it's like we've been. Doing comedy in like just these awful compromise situations and stuff. I did a show on Monday night down at the hub where I had a home, and I am very kind to the homeless. Of course. To a fault. Like, not yeah. even good. Like, I moved up here from Lexington and I was just like, ah. I just like, there's so many. I knew all the homeless people in Lexington, you know? Yeah. And, uh, all so, four of them. Yeah. <coughs> um, that we were doing it outside of the hub on the sidewalk, and you've seen her. I can't remember her name. This tiny little old lady. Oh my god, with the lipstick that goes around yeah. up into her nose. Dude, she came up and asked to buy my shoes five times. Buy your shoes. Buy my shoes. What's that shoe you wear, man? And I was like, No, ma'am. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sell you my shoes. And then <laughs> I'm like, using the them. The fifth time that she asked me is that like one of the only times I've ever snapped at a homeless person. I was like, I'm not selling you my goddamn shoes. You need to go away. Yeah. I was like, we're doing something right here. And we're yeah. doing a really terrible comedy open. Can't you see that? Can't you see we're trying to just make it through? Some of the funniest moments, though, like not, like those church laughs where you shouldn't be laughing. Oh, yeah. You just get to laughing so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Man, it was it was just you see your buddy up there just trying new material, and then and then a homeless person just walks up and like literally just stands next to him on the stage and just kind of like looks at everybody with these dead eyes, and yeah. then an ambulance.
ambulance wheels by and they're like oh. trying to do a new joke and it's just like oh, <laughs> what, what are we fucking mess what, what do we, we do what are we even doing i know do you ever feel like this is what i've been struggling with like i don't know like that do you feel like it is an extreme like exercise of narcissism for some points like right now like you're talking about doing it outside masked on homeless people coming by and just like what's the p- point oh yeah that's why i'm that's, laughing is it's like because the, oh, the reality is crashing in let's be honest the only reason i'm doing the hub is 50 bucks oh i know you know what i'm saying right. it's like no I, I that's the funny part of it is it's just like there's a point of diminishing returns where you're just like, am I getting worse at comedy because yeah. of this? Right. No, and it is. It's like it that that is true. It does. It just feels so absurd to be doing it. Yeah. But, and I have gone back and forth with that. Ultimately, I will be very glad that I did it. Yeah. You will be soup. You will. It is a great story for you to be able to say that you did a drive-in theater in a field in the middle of the day. You know, it's like it's such a nightmare that it's you kind of got to do it. No one else is going to do it. We're the ones that have to. Right. You know? And, you know, I agree. Like, it, especially from the outside looking in, it's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Right. But for so many people, it's like keeping them going. So many of these new comics that don't even know what a good show is. Right. We know people that have been doing, you know, been doing comedy for a couple months, gotten up like 30, 40 times, really giving it a go as an open micer, and they've never even done a good show. Exactly. They've never even done a good show. So, iron sharpens iron. By right. the time things get back to normal, you know, you go up there and, you, and you're inside with a bunch of people looking at you. It's, I mean, you're going to be able to fucking rip compared to what we've been doing lately, you know? Right. Sorry, I'm sharing someone's contact with my boss. No, go ahead. So give, give me just two seconds. Well, I apologize. You know, shout, out, shout out since he shirts, but technically he's on vacation. Vacation. He's on vacation. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm doing a show tonight. It's down. It's down in Georgetown. It's uh, tomorrow, tonight, and tomorrow night, and it's going to be fun. And it's not safe, and it is probably irresponsible. But, but uh, you've got to do. Clubs yeah. open, and we are comedians. Exactly. You get hired. Everyone else has to go back to work. We have to go back to work. You know what I'm saying? I think yep. it's. I, I, that's just. You know, whether I'm we have wrong, to. Whether I, I'm right or wrong, I'm doing it. Right, and that's that is your full time job. Yeah, that is what you do. Yeah, and that it sucks that you know, but you you have to risk it for the biscuit. Yeah, I know it's so funny. It's like I was starting to, you know, it was my full time job. It wasn't a lot of money, but all of my money came from it. And that's that is and it ex- was cool, extremely commendable. It was fucking cool, and now it's like. Now it's still all my money is coming from it, but it's just like less and less and less and less. I know. So I mean, we'll see how we'll see how fucking we'll see what happens. But no, I I um, my thing is, you know, mine isn't all from that, which I'm very fortunate. I'm super lucky. There's a point, of course, where I want it to be, but it's like when am when I make the call and when I do it and I want to be secure in where I'm at, um. It'll be, I don't know, and I'll I'll know when I know, yeah. and that's the struggle I've been having for the past nine years. Yeah, isn't and especially now because it's like, 
there's one thing about like taking a chance and betting on yourself and being like, I'm going to do it. But it's like, now is not the time. Now is definitely not the time. And, and, and when is it going to be the time? Who fucking knows? Yeah. Supposedly Pfizer's close to having a vaccine. I mean, but technically we're like in the third wave. Oh, yeah. You know, like this is the third wave. Right. And this is, you know, pretty much how pandemics go. And people are so fast to be like, look at Australia. They're going to concerts. They don't have masks on. It'll come back. Right. Australia is also a goddamn island nation where every single – it's goddamn 85 degrees and sunny all day. Right. Well, you know, like, also we could see like if herd immunity would actually work down there. Yeah. That's what's scary is this is a novel virus. It's not the flu uh -uh. where it's been compared to. So it's like if everyone gets it, great. We're, we could be immune to that. But then it can also learn, adapt, and then – Come back worse. Work, right. Yeah. Exactly. So we just don't fucking know. So we don't know about that. So we don't know about our future with the entertainment. In, I mean, fuck. I when are bands going to – like when is we – we just don't know. We just don't know. So how can you – how can like, you know, how are we supposed to survive? Well, we have to take chances and say yes to things that we aren't comfortable with. That's the thing is taking chances is because the people that are mad about going out and doing comedy, that – my weekend at the Laughing Post right now – is just, it's not even a drop in the ocean of like, I'm not, pro we're not proliferating this virus. No. It's not going anywhere. No. If we all shut down for the next three months and never left our house, that'd be all good and well. The numbers would go down. The hospitals would be a little bit more available. And then when we emerged again, it would happen again. again. Correct. You know, so it's like vilifying the people that are out there. It's like not completely bending the fucking knee to the government. Yeah. That's not good either. No. You know, it's like you can't, you don't, don't quit taking pictures of people eating on a patio. Yeah. And pointing at them and saying that they're the ones that are making this yeah. virus worse. No. This virus is making the virus worse. No shit. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like, you could be smart about it, but like, our country has been smart about it. When's yeah. the last time you went anywhere where you were like, I mean, besides, I guess, a comedy show, but it's like, we're not being dumb. Oh. When's the last time you went to a restaurant that was just nuts to butts? I actually, yesterday. This was crazy. So we went, uh, we went out. Alicia had like a, a dress rehearsal um, for her recital she has next week, her first one this year. Paid gig. Insane. That's she has. so exciting. It's very exciting. Um, Close to the public. So <laughs> that's how talented she is. Wow. Um, Will you get to go? No. You won't even get to go. I won't even get to go. Oh, but oh, we went. It, eh, uh, it's fine. I've 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 heard it for the past two years. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's gonna do great. Uh, but and she's home. She just got home from her lesson with uh, her voice teacher. Um, but we went to this place called like Tokyo. Like it was a hibachi place in Sharonville, like a hibachi slash sushi house slash whatever. We're like okay, because we've been eating out all week yeah. and just like enjoying our city and the amazing food it has to offer. And we walk into this place, and we and, and we get greeted by the host, not wearing a mask. That's crazy. Look behind where there's the sushi bar, where there is the sushi chefs just cutting everything up, getting it ready. One of them has a mask hanging from his ear down, not wearing gloves. The other one doesn't even have one on him. No gloves. And then sits us at a table where it's just like it's normal. Like I'm sitting at a booth, and then the person behind us is just like at a normal booth without the little plexiglass, which yeah. is who knows if it really does anything, but it's still nice to have. Yeah. And we sit down, and, and the host's like, drink? And we're like, uh, water. And then 
Alicia's like, oh, water. And she looks over at me, and she grabs her phone, texts me, and she's like, I'm not comfortable. I'm like, I'm not either. She's like, what do we do? I'm like, we can stand up and leave. Yeah, you, 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 you do whatever. I don't know any of these people. Yeah. I'm not <laughs> comfortable. I We can do whatever we want. It's not like that lady's going to remember who we are. Yeah, did you guys leave? Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. Dropped off our water, and we were like, thank you, and then just walked out. Yeah, yeah. never go back. Never go back. Yeah, I'm like, that's, okay. That's fine. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good tactic to it's take. A perfect one. Yeah. And, uh, and then we went and ate a La Rosa's. Boom. Perfect. All the fine food that this city has to offer. Went to La Rosa's. Love, <laughs> fucking La Rosa. Hey. How yeah. to get a Cincy staple. Yeah, well, have you had any Skyline recently? Uh, we had uh, Pleasant Ridge Chili. Oh. P-O-C. Brown gravy cheese fries. Damn. Doesn't get better. Also had Knockback Nats. We had Washington Platform. Where else did we have? Taqueria Mercado. Damn, did you get the smoked wings at Knockback? Oh, yeah. Still have some of the fridge. Love that. With the, with the waffle fries with the fucking cheese and bacon on Love it. Love that, man. Yeah. I made dinner last night. Yeah? Yeah. Little little bone-in pork chop. Oh, yeah. I saw that on Morgan's little story. It looked pretty good. Bone-in pork chop. Little uh, roasted Brussels sprouts and... Uh, Carrots. Nice. And then, you know those potatoes where you just boil them for 12 minutes, then you take them out, smash them. Yeah. Then you dress them up with the oil and the garlic and the yeah. other thing, and then you roast those. Ooh. And then they come out just so crispy. Ooh, little fingerling potatoes? Yeah, they're good. Little fingerlings are good. Yeah, baby. Can't I love beat me that. Fingerling yeah, in the, uh, in the potato race, I think uh, fingerlings are up there. Fingerlings are fantastic because you can make them a bunch of different ways. They're nice and rich when you make them into a mashed potato. You can roast them. They're fantastic. You can do everything. Like and baby they, red. Baby reds are great. Little purple boys. Love a baby red. Mm. Love, love a russet. Russets are good. Oh, God. you're. Yeah, I know. I'm hungry as fuck. You I'm just made... I haven't ate yet today. I just have had that coffee. Oh, boy. But boy. still so full from La Rosa's last night. I went ham. Oh, I, yeah? What'd you get? I got uh, Montgomery and pulled pork rondos. Get after it. Those are... Awesome. Oh, I was—I've been off the wagon all week. Good for you. Um, uh, kitchen chips. Love those. Three meat calzones. Oh, God, I thought you said three meat calzones. <laughs> God, God damn. Yeah, one was steak, no, one was yeah, pork, like, one was chicken. Just a three meat calzone. Yeah. <laughs> one calzone with the rondos. Yeah. And uh, and then came home and just had heartburn. And then had for lunch blue jay and had a big old deep fried haddock salmon. Damn. Yeah. Deep-fried haddock, haddock sandwich? Yeah, that's like a, the big old fish. It's like nine inches long. Yeah. Mm. That sounds tasty. I'd be willing to bet that you're going to have a nice bowel movement coming up. I'm going to have an aggressive... No, I already had it this morning. Well, the odds of that are pretty good, and guess what, gang? Football is in full effect. Hey! Many teams are strutting their stuff already. You might not be able to go to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. What? Bet Online, they're going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on everything imaginable this season. They got game spreads and totals, they got team player and coaching prop bets. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head over to betonline.ag today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. That's BetOnline. They're your online sportsbook experts. Hell yeah. Do you think they're out there shaving points? That, I, man. That's a tough call, right? That's Who a, knows? That's a great segue is what it is. Thank you. Yeah, they are... They might be shaving points. They're at least, you know, getting the points down to a good stubble. Good stubble? 
Well, listen up, fellas. Today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. I need it. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hairs looking as nice as your clean, shaven pubes. Mmm, sweet, sweet, smooth balls. I'm, I'm not a guy who has crazy nose hairs. Sweet cheeks, do I have crazy nose hairs? No, they're not bad. Ear hairs? No, I've never. It's just not the, yet. It's just yeah. my. It's just my thick pubis. First lady returns. She has Hold returned. Um, I I don't have a, an issue with that. I I mean I I, I, I know my I know. nose hairs are wild, and I take scissors to them. I need this. You do Manscaped, need this, please. Well, Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skinscape. Skinscape, you know Skinscape? Skin safe technology, that is a fucking tongue twister, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. Billy, how many uh, rotations per minute does that motor use? Uh, It uses about three, or 9,000 RPMs. Is that how rotations per minute? Yeah, 9,000 RP. It's about 9,000 rotations a minute. That's a pretty serious fucking motor to put in your nose. nose. And your ears. Yeah, love that. And... 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Two blades, we're talking, about, are we talking about a lawnmower? No, we're talking about a weed whacker. That's, that's, <laughs> fuck yeah. It's intelligently contour and it's intelligently contour design enhances the trimming experience and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. Gotta keep it clean. Gotta keep it clean. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful rechargeable lithium ion battery that lasts up to 90 minutes of use. Lithium. Guess what? You get a replaceable braid braid every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. Fact. Babe, babe, is major, is this a major turnoff for you, my nose hair? No. Well, she's in that 21%. Okay. And also, you don't suffer from nose hairage. That's yeah, true. That's why. No, for sure. Mm. No one would like it. It's time to upgrade your manscaped routine with the weed whacker. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code... Armchair at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Whacking them weeds. Whacking the weeds. Weed whacker. Weed whacking. Go weed whacking. (laughs) Baby. So how? We got them reads done. How was the voice? It was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just heard about your performance coming up. Yeah. Close to the public? That's fucking badass. Yeah, I'm a little afraid because it's all old women. If I accidentally catch COVID and kill them all, but we'll be fine. Yeah, but I mean, it, you know, the, the service of your beautiful voice is needed. Yes. The people that are going to come need to hear your beautiful voice. Mm-hmm. These are, you know, it's the risk of a pandemic world. It's true. You know, don't... COVID, gotta kill them all! Yeah, and you're smart. I mean, I, he told me about how y'all, you know, left that restaurant. You've, you've been tip-top oh, just about scary. this whole time, you know? It's like, you can't... No. Don't walk around like that. You're not putting anyone in danger. Or, you know, we all kind of are inherently, but <laughs> you're, uh, you're bringing joy. You're I bringing so. joy. 
I, yes, I'm very excited. You should be. Should be great. Hopefully she's spreading joy and not air aids. Joy, not joins. Joins. <laughs> joins. Joins. I'm out here just trying to stay away from these joins. I've got too many joins over here. They're getting over here, over my skin. They're all over my body, and I'm afraid of these joins. Too many joins. Less joins, more joy. That's right. That's what. Speaking of joy, you know who's got a lot of joy going on? That Barnhart family. The Barnhart family... So fucking thrilled. They already do anyway. I that, that I love that family. I do too. I can't remember her name. Sierra. Sierra. She, I, why do I know that so quickly? Well, because she's really active on Twitter. Which, very active. Their kids are cute as shit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Tucker. When they were looking two at two-time Gold Glove winner. Two-time. That's serious. That's big. That's that's big boy stuff. Yeah, it really he joins is. an elite crew. Yeah, Johnny Bench and who else? Uh what the other Oliver. Yeah. I, I can't forget. remember his name. Yeah. Which is great that we can't remember his name, but fine. But to be But to be in that class. To be voted as the best defensive catcher in the National League right. two times. When that's the, a huge fucking deal. When all of the best defensive catchers were in the National League were in our division. Bro, I'm telling you, the central we we talk about it all the time. But the, the, the Central won five of the nine gold gloves. That's insane. It's the best division. Yeah, but then we got, well, we didn't prove it in the playoffs. I, yeah, I know. It, yeah, that's very true. But right. I mean, yeah, but, but even then, we sent four, you know, we sent 80% of our division yeah. to the playoffs. And the Reds, with a terrible defensive metrics, like we said, sent two gold glove finalists yeah. in the National League. Yeah. Well, let's hop. So great for Tucker. His bat's dog shit. I don't know if it gets any better. It's Tyler Stevenson time. But it's very great to see that Tucker and the Barnhart family get to celebrate a second gold glove. And they get, he gets to put that on his mantle. If your off-day catcher is a two-time gold glove winner, great. that's a good problem to have. Yeah, he's Ryan Hannigan. Yeah, ex- no shit. I loved Ryan Hannigan. Yeah, Hannigan was great. His Him framing was mwah. Yeah. Hannig- I, yeah. And, and the way he called a game, very we, good. We lost him to the Rays, right? We traded him to the Rays for... I totally forget. I'm having a brain fart. Someone wants to email us and tell us or hit us us up on Instagram. Throw that at us, Daddy. Hit us. Hit it and quit it. Um, So Tucker won. Tucker won. Shogo was a finalist. We called it. Tyler O'Neill was going to win. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Not surprising. But I think Shogo's, out of what we were talking about before we started... Played in 43 games. How many of them did he even finish? Right. And still made some of the most spectacular catches out and left. Yeah, for sure. Guy climbed the wall like a spider. Yeah. How many times? I know. And I mean, the, it was, it did seem weird. Webster felt, he's like, how is he a finalist? Because he wasn't even an everyday player for us. But in the overall scheme of things, 60 game season. Right. He did flash the leather. He, there was no egregious, terrible moves or anything. No. I'm sure there was an everyday left fielder out there who's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't I have gotten the nod? Could I have not been a finalist? And I get that, but like ultimately between – it's a good look for the big – for MLB – to have yeah. a you know to have a you know a Japanese star come over and they, so I do think that there was maybe a little PR involved in it. Sure. But ultimately, he I think I believe him to be deserving of a Gold Glove finalist. I, I do too. Yeah. I think he deserved the nod. It's a bummer he didn't win, but Tyler O'Neill also had some spectacular catches yeah, as well did. and started most of the games out left. So yeah. you you whatever. And now we're just waiting with bated breath for next Wednesday. 
By the way, is anything more Major League Baseball than dropping the Gold Glove finalists on goddamn election night? I know. What Can the you not fuck? just wait? And it's not like <coughs> they had done it today. The news cycle is what it is. Yeah. But but election night. That is Manfred trying to kill the sport. For real. For dude. real. I mean, what the fuck? What is the thought process there? Um, hide it. Hide it in the newsfeed. Truly hide it. Yeah. Oh, this is something, or it just makes the sport so niche that, like, the world is watching, you know, people click-clack a map. I know. No one can say baseball is boring after the past three days where we have laid on our couches watching old white men touch Talk about a maps. TV yeah. and touch maps. Some, well, someone's going to lose. Someone's going to win. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is the more we count, we're going to figure out who's going to win and who's going to lose. And ultimately, whoever gets more elected, it's like, yeah, we get it how it works. But yeah. we, Yeah. I know. I, the Gold Glove winners are announced, and uh, Gold Glove, MLB Gold Glove was the 19th trending thing on Twitter. Jesus. That's bad. That's really bad. That's so bad. How bad is that, babe? It's pretty bad. It's pretty fucking bad. It's pretty bad. bad. No, but so I, I, think, I think Trevor wins. Oh, I have zero doubt in my mind. Yeah, Trevor wins. Yeah, I mean, if, if, it's not, if he doesn't win, it is collusion. A lot of people I talk to or have reached out to me who, and I was in that group initially before I talked to you, the qualifying offer, a lot of people thought that the Reds gave him, you know, what we would offer him, and he said no. Right. So a lot of people were like, oh, well, fuck, we're not going to get Trevor. That qualifying offer thing is just kind of, like, you kind of have to do it. Yeah, right? and you have to do it so you can get a draft pick. Yeah, so it's 18-9. Yes. Is what we offered him. And that was like the, the ceiling of what people could offer yes. for that qualifying offer. We did not say, hey, Trevor, we want you back. Come back. Here's $18.9 million for one year. Right. It's like I, it, it, it it's, wasn't that bad of a move. That was just kind of part it's of the just system, how it works. what they do. Yeah. And then Rachel, Luba tweet, or Rachel tweeted like, hey, we've denied the qualifying offer, but that doesn't close the door. And then Trevor followed it up by tweeting like, hey, we said no, but that doesn't change anything. I'm still really excited to talk with the Reds. Yeah. He has been out there. I, I said this before we recorded, like... He has been out there so much on Twitter, and I like that he's enjoying his moment and doing a bit of trolling and going from town to town and this and that and everything. But, like, I don't think that his time in Cincinnati between the city and Rachel and the staff. Yeah. I don't think. DJ. Yeah. I don't think he wants to, like, be a villain in Cincinnati. No. So all of this pumping up that he's doing to Cincinnati, I think in his heart of hearts, he wants to stay here. Yes. Don't you? I think so. I don't think he's like, let me build up this fan base's hope and then to just pull the rug out from underneath him. Granted, it's not up to him what the Reds offer him. No. Or what other people come and offer him. Correct. It's not like he's going to take a a major pay cut to To stay stay in Cincinnati. Right. It's not like a hometown discount type of bullshit. It's not in that world. But I do think... I think part of the rationale of why he's on Twitter saying, can't wait to see what we're doing, or thank you, Red, I think it only, I think it might be a play on his part. Granted, Castellini doesn't even know what Twitter is. Yeah. <laughs> and But I do think it's like a move to kind of like push the Reds and be like, hey, hey, come, come on. on. Just kind yeah. of stoke the fires a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, and it's also making every other team make make, make him a better offer. Yeah, no doubt. So, like, I mean, he's playing the game well. He's doing exactly what I would do. He's doing what everybody should do. What everyone who is looking for, who has a job, and is a highly sought-after professional, yeah. 
is supposed to do. Play the field. Play the field, I, see what you can it's get. It's fascinating watching him and Luba work. They're yeah. kind of like redefining the game. On yeah. like, I mean, granted, the fact that they're dating is, is, is a whole different weird thing. So different. But like... But whatever. Just the transparency... And not keeping it all under lock and key, mm-hmm. and just ta- and like you know, I think that it's really interesting. I love watching it. I love I love the vlogs. I'm I dig deep into those. They're fantastic. They're insightful, letting you know what's going through his head. You yeah. Have, have you have we ever seen anything like this with an athlete, an no. active athlete, yeah. mind you? I know. So I mean that. I love that angle of Trevor Bauer. That does freak me out. The fact that we've never seen it before. He is kind of pioneering it. Right. That's got L.A. written all over it. Of course. And I really don't want him to go out. No, that would be such a bummer if he signed with the Angels, never to be heard from again. Right. Because what else do... I mean, he wants to win. Yeah. I think the only West Coast team... I mean, two West Coast teams that will give, send him the, that would give him the money that he wants. The Dull Hairs. The Dull Hairs and the exposure that he wants and being on the West Coast... Padres don't know where they get the money from, but yeah. I think they'll find a way. Yeah, and the Dodgers. Yeah, and uh, he would be playing with Joe Kelly. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be pretty fucking awesome. It'd be awesome. Yeah, but so I can see the appeal in him wanting to do that. I just do you think he would go full heel and sign with the Astros? There's no way. I just, they would have to give him like three years, hundred million dollars. And I don't think they do that. I no. think that they see the writings on the wall. Yeah. No, that that era, that window is shutting. It's done. Yeah, yeah, it's it's over for the most part. So, uh, and with the Dodgers, they, I mean, I know that they have unlimited resources. I mean, shit, Magic owns is a part owner. Yeah, the guy who has enough money to get rid of to HIV, feed AIDS, right, to just stomp it out. Yeah, a truly Magic Johnson. But you also have Justin Turner's a free agent this year. David Price is a free agent this year, even though he didn't pitch for him, still a free agent and still someone that they had a viable as a top three option in their rotation or four. Uh, Corey Seager's a free agent next year. Kiki. Uh, Kiki's a free agent. Uh, and that's just off the rip. I don't know, even know who else I know. is on the table. There's inevitably more people out there. Yeah. Like I know I'm saying like on the Dodgers. Right. Like there's probably more on that list. I don't know what Peterson's contract situation is. He's a free is. agent. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, it's just going to be a big toss-up. And then, I mean, we Colton Wong won the gold glove. Yeah, and he is and a he free... he just got released. Yeah, well, he didn't get a qualifying offer. Yeah. He turned, they, didn't give, they didn't give him his option, whatever. And so he went through waivers, and then now they can glove, negotiate. Left-handed batting second baseman with a stick. Yeah. And he's not even... Hit singles. Yeah, I know. It's wild. It, this, we're going to see a lot more of that. But... Here's something that when I saw uh, Alicia's dad yesterday, he said something that I didn't even think about. And I don't want it to be real, but it makes sense. He was like, I, he's like, I don't think Eugenio is going to be in a Reds uniform next year. Oh, God. Think about that, though. He signed a very team-friendly deal. That's a big blue chip. Yeah, we got him six years, 67. Yeah. That's incredibly cheap. For the produ- for the production he put up last year. Not so much this year. Yeah. But he said we have to he said I feel like we have to move him to change the offensive approach of this team. And I'm like I don't know if I completely buy that. Damn. Because we I mean we have become the 3 true outcomes with a 212 batting average. Yeah, exactly. But what do you move him for that makes it worth it? Yeah. Like it, you can't trade him 
in a Lindor package? No, no, because then your left side of the infield. Do you move him in a Gavin Lux type package with the Dodgers? Because, like I said, Justin Turner's a free agent at third. Would you package A. Eugenio and I don't know um, uh, a mid-range pitching prospect? Yeah, I would be heartbreaking if we lost Gino. Right. I love Gino Suarez. I do too. Yeah. But. Or, I mean, if you move him, move Moose to third, sign DJ. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate that. But here's the other thing. We always have to think about first, right? We always have to think about first. And if you make Joseph Daniel Votto a full-time DH, which would be interesting considering that's Winker's spot. I mean, Winker has submitted himself as that. Yeah. Do you rotate with him and left, and then you have Moose at second, DJ at first, Gino at third? I don't know. That's a whole other thing. But one option I do like out there to that we could sign is Tommy Listella, someone who hits 290, 300, who gets on base, which is what we need. Solid glove. Solid glove, who could play anywhere. Yeah. But anyway, to the point at hand, uh, I don't know... What I would do outside of uh, Gavin Lux or uh, the shortstop for the Tampa Bay Rays that's highly touted in their system. Yeah, what's his name? I totally forget. I'm having a brain fart. Dan- Danny's probably yelling at the at his at his laptop listening to this. Who is uh, what's the? I can never remember his name. He just. Was unconscious all postseason. Randy Rosarena. Yeah, Rosarena. Free agent. That's what I'm saying. So, like, after a guy, his breakout season came in the form of, like, 60 games and the playoffs. Right. It wasn't even 100 games. Yeah. So, what is, now with teams being broke, and with that guy being an unknown entity aside from this crazy season that he mm-hmm. had, what does he, he make? Oh, shit. <laughs> I mean, what do you pay him? Well, he was he made one point. What did he? I think he, what, we looked it up. Wasn't it like one point five? Yeah, nothing. So f- like four point five five in a broke in a broke sport, mm-hmm. a team that has laid off so many, uh, a sport that each team has laid off so many people. Yeah, I know. When you know that there are just two solid free agents out there. Yeah. Within with DJ Lemayhew or three, DJ Lemayhew, Trevor Bauer, Marcus Stroman. Yeah. And Real Muto. I've seen so much on Twitter of Before. people wanting Strowman and like teams that need pitching, teams that feel like like the Angels. Yeah. The Angels Twitter is just blown up with bringing Strowman and Bauer. I don't think you get both, yeah. no matter how much money you have. I could see them doing like Strowman Price. Yeah. Or what if we got David Price? We, ah, what I would love we that. Got David Price, put him down there as our four. Jesus Christ, that's How silly. Sick is that? It's silly. He's got playoff experience. He's a complete leader. But by the way, Price didn't pitch a single pitch for the Dodgers this year. But nope. if you remember, right when all the shit hit the fan, he gave a thousand dollars to every fucking minor league player in the Dodgers system. Yep. Here you go. Here's how I can help. Bring that dude into your fucking locker room. Yeah. Bring that dude into fucking. Imagine him with Sonny. Being mouthpieces in the staff, yes, and Moose being the vocal guy in the dugout. Yeah. Okay. We we have talked about Joey's leadership qualities, which is just get in, which is just lead by example. 
lead by example, doesn't need to press, doesn't need to love. Sure. This is something that is the craziest fucking thing in the world. It cements him as the best red of all time for me. Yeah. He, I, uh, just like everyone else right now, my head is a goddamn mess. I need some things taken care of in my brain. So I, I started taking the, you know, the strides to seek out some treatment, some therapy. Right. right. So I, uh, I talked to this lady on the phone at the UC Stress Center for like a half hour. It seems good. Everything is good. Except we get to the point where we're talking insurance. They don't take my insurance. So I'm like, fuck. Yeah, most places don't take insurance cards written in crayon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they need to be real. Yeah. yeah. You can't laminate them on your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah. So I'm all defeated. I'm like, well, fuck. I mean, I can't pay out of pocket. It's like a couple thousand dollars for this three, four month treatment. And uh, she goes, lady goes, don't worry. We have a special fund for cases like this. Your treatment will be paid for by Joey Votto. How fucking cool. Joey Votto goes to the UC Stress Center every year, cuts him a check, and just gives it to him and says, use this to pay for people's treatment. And you don't know about it until you need the treatment and then you find that out. What a hero. What a fucking hero. I mean, truly. Like... He, that's so incredible, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm getting emotional even just talking about it now, but, like, that, I don't know. You, That's worth 25 mil, adult, 25 mil a year. Right. And <laughs> here's the thing. He doesn't fucking spout out about that, it. That, that was my point. It's He's, like, our, our the, the knock on him is always, like, you know, do do as you know, do as I do, not as I say. He's not very vocal. He's not like a huge rah rah yeah. guy. And it's like, in the right scenario, you can point at that and be like, "Well, that's not a good thing. We need you to be that." But like in every other walk of his life, that's just who he is. Yeah, gives money to mental health facilities just because it's a good thing to do. Well, he also battled it when he lost his father. Yeah, and he went through. Yeah, and he was like, "I was in the dumps. I was had suicidal tendencies, and and I sought help." And when he did that, he didn't follow it by saying, like, and I'm giving money to the UC yeah, exactly. to, to help other no, people. He just said that, and then a decade fucking later, he still does that. He's still doing it. He does that. No one needs to know about it. So just shout out to Joey fucking Vada. What a guy. What a, what a fucking guy. What a guy. I would love, yeah, I don't know. I just want to win so bad for him. I know. We all do. Yeah, so bad for that guy. And he's deserved it. It's just a shame I, that, you know, the drop-off was so quick, supposedly right now, especially with a 60-game season, and knowing how he's a slow starter, and that it turned around the last 20 games. Yeah. But uh, I, I hope he turns it around next year. Yeah, I think Because especially that. And I think he will, too. Uh, I, you, can, you, can, you can hope, but like as, you know, Chad Dodson always says on Red Lake Nation – Red Lake Nation Radio, hope isn't a strategy. No, it's not. So you have to learn, you have to find ways to fill holes. Like I said, signing David Price would be a great stopgap if we can't land Bauer. Or you land Bauer and you land him too, but then that leaves you a lot of less options. What's a guy like Price getting paid? I mean, it was, I mean, he's it was like 20, it was like a $23 million payout last year. Because he signed that huge deal with Boston. With Boston, and then he was a part of the Betts trade. Right. So, like, what... I don't know how that all filters out or whatever. Sure. Um, 
I mean, a guy who didn't play last year, as disappointing as it is, who was having a, a solid year the year before, but not like he was. No, not complete dominant AL. Twelve, twelve to fifteen million. That sounds about right. How old is he? Thirty-four. He's like thirty-seven. Thirty-five. So he's getting up there. Yeah. Um, let me look it up. I mean, it's still only going to take two seconds. Uh, and, and then guess what? Here it is. David Price is thirty-five years old. Thirty-five. You know, not on the right side of thirty, but still, who cares? Uh, for a one year, I'd be fine with that. Um. It'll be interesting. Also, someone like we mentioned too, Jacques. I mean, you could put him in left. Yeah. But he's, you know, he can but only hit it's righties. The, but it's the Sinzel enigma. I think that's... Like the Sinzel thing, because, I mean, Shogun, we just talked about him. Right. I do believe he's gold glove quality, and we saw his on-base percentage start skewing the way that it should be. Mm-hmm. I think you're paying him, what, $30 million over the next four years? Yeah. You can't. He's not a bench piece. Think about this. He's not a bench piece, right? No. You don't have a fucking no. $10 million a year guy bench player. No. Here, here it is. Here's what you need to think about. What did it take to get Price and Betts moved to the Dodgers? Alex Verdugo, Jeter Downs, and then someone else. Yeah. Last year... The Indians turned down Senzel, Senzel Green, Green Lodolo. That's crazy. Right, for Senzel, two. Senzel, Green, Lodolo, that, that's a package. Now think about this. Now with just one year left, Lodolo, as much as it sucks, Lodolo and Senzel would get it done. Yeah. I take that. Yeah, I take that in a heartbeat. And that opens up center to put Shogo in and have him play every fucking day. Because he should be. He should be. And then you can do whatever the fuck you want in the left. You could put... This is also a pipe dream that Jake talked about. You put Winker in left, and then you go out and you sign Nelson Cruz, hoping that the DH sticks. So that he can just continue to be immortal and hit 45 home runs. At Great American? Yeah. A full schedule? Daddy, that's fun to think about. That's fun to think about. Where you sign Jock, that's fun to think about. But then you're in the Winker scenario where he can only hit righties. Yeah. So, uh, but Winker was, they let him hit against both sides last year. They should have. And he he was starting to turn it. So I, I don't, I don't know, but there are so many good options and I don't know how broke the sport will be and how much it drives down. And also... Whose options don't get picked up, and who is going to be floating around out there? Yeah. It's going to be... Because it's it's like there is, just because of everything and how the world is right now, we just all live in a constant state of, like, urgency. Right. You know? We need to get Bauer done as quickly as possible, obviously. Right, but he's going to milk it. But there is something to be said about it. It's like, we don't know who you're going to be able to get for a fucking pack of bubblegum. Right. I wouldn't... You know what? I... I'd see what I would throw an offer at Charlie Morton. Yeah. See what you could do with that. And a fucking other veteran who would be a, 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 a solid replacement. I just, I don't know, man. It, I guess it, it doesn't really make sense based on the, inf- you know, based on like our history, seeing how the Reds function. Yep. But I just can't, what, like, what kind of thought process would it be to be like, they went all in for the most part. Not all They in. went all in by the standards that the Reds have yes. set for themselves. More money than we've ever spent. Right. Season 
Big old pile of shit. 60 games. COVID happened. It was a mess. We finished above 500 and we made the playoffs. We have to keep... Yeah, those are good. But I'm just saying, like the not our season per se, but just the baseball season. Right. It'll wash. Agreed. You, you, You can't just be like, oh, well, we gave it a shot. Yeah. Now's where you fucking double down. Like, yes. Because they they seemed serious about winning when we brought in Moose and Castellanos and, you know, and all these pieces that we brought in. Sure. They were serious about winning. Universe takes a dump on us. You can't fucking give up. Now's, it's like, I know, I don't know how broke or unbroke we're going to be, but it's like, now's where you fucking really go. Now's the next season, 2021, is the season. Yes, you have to. You don't. You can't lose another generation of Reds. No, you can't. Here is one thing I read on ESPN: most likely destination, most likely free agents to land for the Reds: D.D. Gregorius and Tyler Chatwood. Yeah, Gregorius would be a good that'd be, sign. That'd be fine. I think you'd have to sign him for like a three-year. He he produced in Philadelphia. Yeah, he did. Um, but he's still on the wrong side of thirty, and you can't have an open. You, you, you just can't get that old that quick unless you are assuming that he is the stopgap between Garcia. Garcia. And how much do you bet on that? Yeah. Showing how he was almost completely lost at the plate, but that's a given from a guy who hadn't played above high A. Yeah. You give him a year to ferment in triple A. Yeah. Or a year to ferment in double A where the pitching's even better. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe you sign the stopgap or you go get Lindor, and who knows if you could sign him to a long term deal. But. Fuck, I mean, all this long-term shit. It's, who knows what, what... We now know that the world can just crumble in front of our eyes. Right. Go for it. Quit playing for 2023. Yeah. Play for 2021. Play for 2021. Flop your dick out on the table. Put the pink slips for your car down on the table. Yep. Win. Please win. 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 Must win. Must win. <sighs> and hoping that we can be in the ballpark. Yeah. Uh, 25% capacity to start, 50% by the all-star break. Yeah. Ugh. Who yeah. knows, baby? We Who knows, have, but we I... We don't have the answers, but we will ask the questions. Last thing, and then we'll wrap it up. Tom Tashia, did dear friend of the pod, did something so fucking cool. Oh, yeah, this is sick. I pop into the studio last week. Pop in, I see he's there. I'm like, the hey, studio's man. studio's right next to the Cincy shirt. It's just down the hall. Yeah. And I pop in, I see he's working, and I'm like, and he's just... He just has, a like, a... Most of a dog on his table that he's sculpted. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. He's like, oh, so um, Scooter's dog, four-year-old Labradoodle, French Labradoodle mix, whatever, died. And unexpectedly. Unexpectedly, wife's favorite dog, and he wanted me to make a statue. Did Scooter hit up Tom? Yes. That's so cool. And wanted him to make a fucking sculpture of his dog, like a life-size one. And Tom was like, sure, man. <laughs> Absolutely, commissioned him to do it, and then got in his car and drove down to Scooter's place and ju- dropped off this dog statue. This awesome and dog statue. I wonder what he charged him. That is a question we will have to ask him. Yeah, I would. I would wonder because I mean, it's not. It's not like he's a Scooter's wealthy. Of course, Scooter's very rich. Right. You know? In our by. Our standards. Sure. I mean, he's got a million in the bank. At least. At the very least. Right. So, and that would be very interesting to know what he charged him for. I'd say, like, what? 35? 35,000? 3,500. Oh, yeah. I would say that's yeah. not a crazy reach. 35, especially with the 
delivering it by hand. Yeah, then getting you to go just hang out at Scooters. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah, and Tom sent me a picture of him with Scoot, and it's great. I wish he would. I wonder if he would let me post it, but it's fucking well, uh, cool. You'll, you'll get permission, and then like we gotta post it at some point. It is so goddamn adorable. It's so cute. Tom's in, his, in Scooter's house. He doesn't have his shoes on. They're both just chilling Dude. barefoot. Yeah. Scooter's holding the live dog. Tom's holding the dog statue. <laughs> it's fucking cute as shit. Yeah, we're in the studio. I'm talking to him about like I was like, this is hilarious, Didn't right? Did you get to technically help? I did technically get to help. I looked at him and I was like thinking in the back of my head the whole time, like, this is hilarious, this is hilarious. And then Tom's like, this is pretty funny, right? I'm like, thank God you said it. This is so funny. Yeah. And he's like, and he's like working on something. He's, he's, he's working on a leg and he's moving around the plaster and he's trying to help it set and get into the spot. And he goes, oh, I got to do something. Can you hold it? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, just keep moving around. Keep it in. And I was like, okay. So you're just milking this dog leg. This dog leg so it can mold onto the rest of the body. Fucking rules. He's the best. He's the fucking best. Shout out Tom, man. Shout out Tommy T. Oh, and also uh, Bassman. I saw Adam Bass at the Hub, and we got to get him on here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't seen him in weeks. I know. I hadn't seen him in a minute. Give him a big old hug. Of course. Yeah, oh, good. Last time I hung out with him was on the port, at the Met Motor Patio. Yeah. I need to hit him up because um, he has my deck. Oh yeah, my right. deck with the grade eight on it. Yeah, that's tight. And I need to hang up in here. Yeah, that'll look good on the wall. That's man. gonna look really good. That'll look cool as fuck. So uh, yeah, let's round third and head for home. You are heading down to the Laughing Post in Georgetown, Kentucky. I'm there tonight and tomorrow. Also, shout out Stephen Kimbrell. He is turning 28 today. I saw that. 20, 28 years old. He is technically one year younger than me for the next month and a half. And that's it. That's how we worked it out. Like It took us like 12 years to realize how time worked. <laughs> he would love it. I'd be like 10. He would... You know, November 6th, he'd go from 8 to 9, and he'd be like, we're only one year apart now, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. Same amount. It's... But, uh, yeah, he's down in Mexico. Well, for millions of years, humans have tried to figure out how time works, and here we are! And now, after a million years of figuring it out, now we've all completely lost it. function of it again. We just don't know. I mean, what is a day? What is a week? Every day is fucking same. It's so fucking crazy! No clue. I know, man. So, you're down there all weekend, so if you're in Georgetown, uh, go do that. And if you're in Georgetown next weekend, go watch the Billboard. Go watch me on Friday with the, the, the King Ricky Glore. Yeah. So, do that. Um, and then aside from that, I'm in, a, I'm in a winery in the middle of southern Indiana. It's what we do now, dog. That just looks like a place where they sacrifice virgins. It is what we do, baby. It's how it is. Come on. So I'm very excited. Thank you to Armchair for being the best and being our sponsor and our dad, uh, podcast dad. Thank you to Manscaped for keeping our nose, ear, and pubis trimmed. Cincy shirts. Cincy shirts. Thanks for the week off. And thank you to BetOnline.ag, our premier online betting sponsor. And thank you to you guys for, uh, for listening to us. As always. As always. Thank you so much. And... Go red legs. And stay nasty. So goddamn nasty. <laughs> I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. 
I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 